0: When you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot Hey
1: guys. Welcome to Between the Reps of Brooke and Gina. Yeah, welcome. Welcome. Back for another one. Back for another one. <laughs> <laughs> it's morning. It is morning. Uh, it's late morning. We are. I'm going to turn this pillow over. There's a weird stain on it.
2: Is that the wine one? <laughs> it's the wine. Maggie spilt my wine. Damn you, Maggie! A couple drops, drops got on my pillow. A couple drops. Today we are going to have a guest. Um, Her name is Cassidy Lance. She is a OG CrossFit Games athlete, and she just had a baby. And she is going to be sharing her story with us about getting pregnant. Because you hear stories about it being can be very difficult for certain, you know, for some women, and um, you go through IVF or. You know you're told you never can or all these things um i've definitely had people in my family my sister has to use ivf um and it's a it's a i mean i don't know personally and i there's no way i could but it's a very hard emotional process and, we and wanted, physically and physically and we would we wanted to have cass share her story and then get to talk about her cute little baby boy that uh after so many years of trying and figuring stuff out she her and her wife finally was, was blessed. Finally was blessed with a baby, so we're gonna give her a call.
0: Hello. Hey, how are
2: you? Good. Look how cute your house is.
0: Thanks.
1: You got the baby.
2: How
3: are you guys doing? Good. I'm gonna do that. i nursing right now. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> Mom life.
1: <and> Perfect. <laughs> no shame in that. No. How are you doing?
3: Good. I got a workout in today, so. That's a plus, 30 minutes. That's like my time limit. But so this is like showered, sweat hair, but it's all good. <laughs>
1: hey, I'm just right out of bed hair. So <laughs> mine too.
2: And good. you're, you know, she's got a baby. Oh, it's not that early. She has a baby and she's worked out. I know. You've been way more
1: productive than I We haven't done have. anything. <laughs> I went to the chiropractor. Yeah, you did something. I did something. I sat on the couch and watched a movie.
3: How's your neck feeling? um better or you sorry your rib
2: yeah it's it's a lot better i went yesterday got in got adjusted and then went back this morning and he worked on it again and and adjusted a little bit more and it feels a lot better right now than it has since it first started to hurt so i should probably work out (laughs) today both probably should yeah so i we did a little intro for you um but i would love to have you share a little bit more in depth intro really just to talk about like your your gym or any business stuff you have going on and maybe about yeah. how many times you've been to the CrossFit games
3: um what what did you say
2: I just said I just said you've been to the CrossFit games multiple times
3: because yeah, so I didn't know I didn't know the specific times. numbers yeah five times as an individual and then one time as team so six total times to the games and then we have three gyms Um, CrossFit Waterside um, in Orlando that I run. And we have coaches that are coaching wonderful for me and running the gym while I'm at home. It's hard right now because of COVID. um, But they're doing a great job with all of that. Um, And then this is Oakley. He's just waking up from his nap. Hello, Oakley.
2: (laughs) Precious boy. And he
3: is six weeks today. Six weeks.
2: We were guessing. I, I
1: was like, yeah, I was like, he's pretty new.
3: Yeah. Super new. So six weeks he's
1: doing good. Oh. Yeah. He's getting the other boob. He's real good.
3: <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't see. <laughs>
1: I can just see you getting ready.
3: <laughs> <Not really> ready. <laughs> I tried to time it that he was going to get up at like 145 before I got on, so 1045 year guys' time, but he didn't want to
1: wake up. So yeah, it never quite
2: works out, does up. it? You try. Well, it doesn't work. Uh, I would love to. I know we, what I wanted to hear about is basically the process that you went through to finally get pregnant. Um, yep. I know nothing about getting pregnant, you know, but, and I have family <laughs> members that have, like my sister, um, she can't get pregnant naturally. She has to do IVF. Her hormone system is just very out of whack it has been since she was in high school she never she's never had a menstrual cycle um and that's very you know i've seen frustrating on that end but i've never i don't know anyone personally who's gone through the process that you went through um and neither has gina no
1: i have actually you have someone my sister-in-law oh yeah she she waited till later to have kids and then i went to a couple appointments with her but um she wasn't able to it didn't take so where yeah. she wasn't able to do it, I think she tried once and now, and then she adopted twins. So she has darling little six-year-old twins making her a little crazy during this COVID time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so eggs, yeah, they're six. Yeah. yeah. Oh, she had twins. Mm-hmm.
3: Okay.
1: Through
3: IVF or IUI, do you
1: know? No, no. She ended up adopting because she wasn't oh, okay. able to, right. yeah. I don't think she had enough eggs. Viable yeah. eggs or something. So I could be wrong. Yeah, there's.
3: I mean, going through the process, like I, when I, we first started, they were like, you're young and healthy. You'll be fine. You'll get pregnant easy. And going through the process, like I had no idea how many people go through this process as well. So it was kind of like an eye opening um, to go through, right? We, I mean, we started 2018 and then he was born in 2020 Oh wow! So it was not as long as like some people but to be what they call healthy is what's hard um, but we're also a same sex couple so obviously that's a little bit trickier right we don't get a try like every single month mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I guess that's the, pro- the hard part with IUI or IVF or any fertility um, you're fine you're fine is that you don't get a try every month your cycle is when it's on them you're fine. Hold on. Um, so IUI, we try an IUI. And so that's just basically just like having intercourse with your husband or mm-hmm. um, the sperm goes in. <laughs> 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 and then they locate that. The IVF is a little bit trickier. So it's a little bit more intact. So we try an IUI because that's like the starter kit, they say. Um. And then you go, we chose IBS because we did IUIs six times and then we did three IVF cycles. So IUI technically is a 20% chance of taking, but you can try more often over and over again. It gets tricky though, because like the donor, it adds up in money, right? The donor is like a thousand dollars per vial. So if you really think about it like six times and then all the treatments, you might as well just do IVF, but then that, Twenty-five thousand to forty thousand. So, um, each time, then, you know, right? Like Six-eight percent chance of getting pregnant. So, all of these like things play into the factors, um, not just money. But then you go, okay, I'm healthy. You're, you're good. And then, um, like my TH, my thyroid levels were like way off. Um, so I've been on thyroid, and so I had to regulate that. And then we had to have like different surgeries and procedures to make sure like everything was good. Like, um, there's there's just so much that goes into it that you just don't think when the doctor says, Oh, you're healthy. You, you work out every day, you know, you eat right. Like that's just like the physical and the outside, but you can never see what's going on, um, from that inside of your body. So I think that was like the frustrating part with all of this. Um, and then just time, right? You, right. It, like I said, you can't go every month. So the tries, you're, even though I say like six tries, like okay, that could be six months, but really it's like every three months because they have to regulate your cycle. You have to recess. and then you finally go through the steps in the process again. So what it's does just a little bit different than that
2: for IVF? What does it all entail, like? from your first doctor's appointment or because i know you i don't know do you have to do um inje- you have to do injections right
3: yeah so everyone's going to be a little bit different and that's like the hard part is they don't have like a one set protocol like if you want to max out your back squat, right it's not like okay we're going to do 85 pounds one day then we'll build up to 115 and then we'll build up to 80 percent, 90 percent, 100 um as you go you know until you Get to a three hundred pound back squat. So the IVF, um, everyone is different. Like, I, and that was like so hard for me because I'm such a Type A personality and such a planner. Um, you're okay. You're okay. Um, sorry, my. No, it's okay. Paying okay. <laughs> attention to him and <laughs> thinking about <laughs> mom brain. Um, So yeah, we have to do injections. So you start with like the egg retrieval process. And so your egg retrieval, you want to um, get as many like viable eggs as possible. You're okay, you're okay. Um, As many viable eggs as possible. And then they'll like retrieve that. And then from there, like for us, they'll, well, it's both. So if you have either one, you'll put the sperm in or the egg donor in, if you're same sex or um, straight couple, whatever that means. (laughs) (laughs) And then, um, so that's a process. So you go on birth control and then they'll do like, you'll do like some um, injections leading up to that to get your body as primed as possible for the eggs to be retrieved. So then after that, you can do a fresh transfer or a frozen transfer. A fresh transfer is literally five days after the retrieval. So it would be the same. They'll retrieve it. They'll put it in. They'll make the eggs go to a blastocyst stage which is your optimal stage. It's basically your embryo, right? Is like a size of an ant at that point. And then they'll put that in and then hope it takes. So the point, the problem is sometimes it doesn't take. Um, and that's when you have to try again. We did a frozen transfer, which frozen transfer, then we did genetic testing. So that takes another two weeks. So you're missing that cycle. Um, so with genetic testing, we had like all the embryos and cro- chromosomes tested to see if there was any disorders. And if um, at that point, then you could do choose boy or girl, right? We could see how many boys we had and how many girls we had. That's optional. A lot of people don't choose to do that. But we wanted to do genetic testing mostly because we didn't want um, like Down syndrome or any like chromosome issues that happen. It, it's science, right? So things happen that don't happen like on a natural process. Um, so then what honey? What? Be good for them. You're That's
2: on so the a And we're like, do you want us That's to okay. hold him? I know. We would hold him if we could. First
3: reaction, oh let me hold him <laughs> hey, it's your first show.
2: <laughs> He's so cute.
3: Um so then from there you're two weeks and you get the results back. Now you've missed your cycle right, your monthly cycle. So now you have to wait another cycle to get your, the transfer in. And so then you reset your body. You either go on birth control to delay it three weeks, or you wait till your next period. Um, and then all of those times, you you could be doing tests in between to check on, uh, make sure everything like is good. Um, and then I went on a lot as I went the increase of, thank you. <laughs> the increase of medications for me went up because every time it was a failed transfer so they would like increase it to make sure that the next time would take that was hard for me because was like just put me on like everything that you can be put on on the first time I am just will take it all and then make it successful mm-hmm. but like your body's not optimal at that point because it doesn't have any of those medications so the last thing um, we went through was like uh, progesterone, and that is like the hardest. So that goes in your glute, and it's like an 18 gauge needle, and that mm. and it, the liquid is like so thick, you bruise and it just hurts, and you have to put it in the same spot every time. So you're put your butt like gets so hard, and you have to like re inject on there, and that part is like so painful. Um, I was on that for 15 weeks. Oh. Which most people aren't on that for that long. Do you have to do it every day? Wanted,
1: are you are you shooting it every, it every day, day for yeah. fifteen weeks? Oh my gosh! Yeah, in the same spot.
3: Yeah, so you can switch off. Switch off, off but, but still, but it's like the same. You have like a two inch, three inch window of where that can go. So you try to like poke where it's not hard or bruised, but over 15 weeks, if you can imagine, like. your
2: butt cheeks are black and blue. blue.
3: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Oh, my gosh.
3: You can go into, like, the quad muscle, the meatier, but, like, your butt is supposed to be fattier, so you go in there. Um, And in between, you're taking all the other medications. And like I said, like, so many, there's so many different protocols that I can't even tell you what people do because I was on five different protocols until one finally worked. Um, And that was like the frustrating part too, is because it was like just type A, well, what, what's the best, what, you know, what's the best protocol for everyone? What's the most successful? And everyone is so different. Even like being pregnant, I had five friends going through pregnancy, like all within a three week period. And everyone had different symptoms, including like Camille and Annie. Mm -hmm. They all had, we, when I messaged them and talked to them or even saw Camille, like we're hanging out so many different symptoms, like, and it was crazy. And then even going through having babies, um, every, every baby's different and Mm -hmm. you know, you can Google everything that you want, but until you physically go through what's working for you and what's happening for you, you're not never going to know. It just kind of like any journey of, your workout journey or, you know, how do you get the perfect body? What food do I need to eat? You know, there's not like eat this and you'll have Brooke body. Like, right. you know, like
1: <laughs> I've been trying knows. that forever and it doesn't work. <laughs> i have after
3: too. And she's just going to be telling me, me hey, some meat. like, that doesn't work. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, so after you were doing all the, the shots and all of that, and you get to that point, then is that after they've already implanted the embryo or is that before?
3: Sorry. So the process, so we did the genetic testing then we go through the cycle and then, so we're on. So three, four, six weeks, depending on, um, if you go on birth control or, or if you do natural and we ended up doing a natural cycle. So I waited until my next, um, cycle. So three, 23 days later, right. Um, and in between there, they're doing genetic testing. And, uh, well, sorry, that was that would have been the first time. So the final try that we – okay, so I'll back up. Sorry. It's okay. So the very first IVF try, we did genetic testing. 23 days later, we did an implant. So remember on the fresh transfer, you can do um, five days after a year retrieval. So the first time that we did it, it didn't take. So then you have to regulate your body, give your time, uh, your body time to regulate itself and push all the medications out so you have to clean your body out. Then you restart all your protocol of your medication. And it, it's crazy. It's like a 17-day list of things. On day three, take this. On day four, take this through day seven. On day seven through 12, take whatever it is or on top of, right? And so it kind of just depends. On the final... Um, IVF protocol that works, we ended up switching doctors and we really liked our new doctor because she went through all our scans and looked at like all the ultrasounds and been like, hey, you were almost optimal here. But if we maybe switch the GONAL-F to here, or, you know, like she kind of played around. She was more of a scientist of trying to like figure out the medication. Finally, we did the protocol and we walked through it together and everything like looked as optimal as we could. Um So then we did the transfer. So through 23 days of medication, so it's your cycle, right, your 23-day cycle, um, then you finally do an implant. So I'm still on. I did progesterone from the first trimester plus two weeks, so two weeks prior to the implant. And then he took, and we had Oakley coming, and then for 15 weeks, or uh, 13 weeks after that to make the first trimester. The progesterone is to help support the pregnancy. Um, So that's like the biggest one. And you can do pills or patches or um, injections. There's so many different ways to take all of this.
1: But that's, but with the one with Oakley is the one that you did the 15 weeks of the the shot? Correct. Yeah, correct. Goodness. So but that was your third attempt,
0: right?
1: So at what point do you find out that, that it didn't take for the first two?
3: So you, either, so after they do the implant, you either two weeks later, you either start your period or take a pregnancy test. Okay. And then, so they tell you to wait on the pregnancy test at home because it can be a false negative. And I did, or I took the pregnancy test and it was a negative and then you go in and you take a blood test and it was negative um so then you're so there's your four weeks yeah so you miss your period right and you're late two weeks later would be a full month cycle so it is then you're c- technically considered four weeks pregnant or two weeks gestational stage so yeah. technically when you're pregnant you haven't been pregnant for weeks four full weeks it's just kind of how your period uh works so on this one on the third one i decided okay i'm not playing this game i'm not doing that at home Um, i'm not doing any tests leading up to it and i didn't do any tests i just went in and took a blood test and um, was pregnant so it was two weeks after um um, implantation
1: wow i mean
3: Sorry. <laughs> I know, go ahead.
1: I know. <laughs> Brooke's Brooks shoulder. She keeps like, like turning. Turn my like, head. Turn my head too sharp. Like uh, her oh. neck surgery all over again. <laughs> I know it.
2: When they so they uh they found the process that worked the best for you. So would that be something that you would replicate if you were doing it again?
3: Yeah, correct. So that one was my protocol, right? So if I go in and get pregnant, so it's uh, or want to get pregnant next time then that's the protocol we'll use assuming that everything on the scan and blood work comes back is optimal we'll, we'll go forward with that one wow
1: well
2: that's good to it's know a, that's good to know that it's not like it worked this time but we're gonna have to play the guessing game
1: again next time right but even then i don't know that's if it's a sure thing no but it's probably a yeah. better starting place yeah absolutely I can't even imagine. So so what was the spacing between the first the first two? Oh gosh. You know what I'm saying? Like I from don't <laughs> Yeah. Well, you said it was 2 it was years all together. So
3: well, actually almost December December to October. Yeah. Okay. Well, December was the first IVF and then October was Oakley. So in between there mm-hmm. we did three. So almost a full year to Do three full transfers.
1: That has to be so disheartening.
3: Um, it's really hard. Yeah, I'm assuming that you want to get pregnant, and you're like, "Okay, I'm going to get pregnant on this day and this time." Like you're planning it. It's not like you're just trying in the bed, right? Every month, you're like, "Oh, I hope that I'm going to get pregnant." Like you're totally planning on it, like and waiting for those blood tests, and you go through all this process to like see if it works and hope that you have this 68 percent chance. Like, right it's, it's so hard, you know? And then finally I took out like, um, I took out coffee and I took out protein. I took out like all our protein powder, all supplements. I took out like all alcohol. And the last one I'm like, I'm cutting all of this out to see like, if any of that has any effect, you know, the body. And, um, I ended up taking it all out and got pregnant. So I have no idea if it was a protocol or I have no idea if taking coffee out helped. I have no idea if taking my protein powder out helped, Like, but it worked and I stuck with it. And like all through pregnancy, I didn't have any of that because I didn't want a chance to have. And it was like the hardest thing. Like I'm wake up so tired. I'm like, I just want some coffee. Right. (laughs) But I (laughs) took some coffee for 10 months. (laughs) I
1: bet. Oh my gosh. I can't even imagine. Oh, Oh, shoot. Pulled your...
2: But they were
3: five nice. I, like, I definitely, we definitely cried a lot, um, just because you want to be pregnant so bad, and it's like, I don't know, it's, it's just, when you, when you finally want something, you know, like, doesn't matter what it is in life, and you want it so bad, it's not happening, it's always disheartening, and it's always tough, um, and then, but when it finally happens, you, like, rejoice in so much joy, and I, we couldn't be happier and through pregnancy like it was scary because we didn't want to like lose him, but it was it was a good pregnancy it was so easy it was a very good pregnancy and then once he was born though like everything was like melted in my heart it was like the coolest thing like Brooke I know you want to go back to the games and I don't know if you want to have kids I don't know what your plans are but like having Oakley is the best thing that has ever happened it beats any athletic accomplishment beats any like any reward or any personal things that you go through like it's just like the coolest thing in the world and your heart just melts and like what they say your love for your child is so much more and and it's true. It's yeah. so true. It's it's just so
1: fun. I've told her that <laughs> before. She's not totally sold. <laughs> <laughs>
2: well, to answer the first part of that question, I'm not going back to the CrossFit games. If I've learned anything with how much I've like haven't trained during like quarantine and then I start training again and I'm like, "Oh no, and I can't move." I'm like <laughs> I hurt this much if I was trying to like actually train to like go back to the games I think I might be I really would break myself everywhere so I think you're right (laughs) yeah as for kids uh I used to really never want them and then there's been times where I'm like I kind of want them but I still kind of would want them and still be able to be like I'm done
1: yeah (laughs) I asked my grandma that's just because you haven't had them I asked my my
2: grandma because my mom is always like you just have to have one you just have to have one for me and I'm like mom look how many kids you have running around here like you don't need another one right now (laughs) plus it's not going to be right now (laughs) yeah not right now but uh I said grandma is it a bad sign when like like I like the babies and you know I hold them but then at a certain point I'm just like "Eh, I'm done it's because it's not your own and she
1: goes not a good sign I'm like see
2: I got to no, wait. That's not true. <laughs> I got to
1: wait. That's not totally true. It's different when you have your own. No,
2: but Gina did tell me that I couldn't have them yet.
1: Yeah. Cause then I'll she's, lose her.
2: Yeah. She's not, <laughs> we have to wait a while.
1: Because I'm not ready for another baby because if right I, now. Yeah, if I have a baby, we are having a baby. <laughs> I know it's a we. Are. You might want to let your your guy know that.
2: <laughs> me and Gina are. Pre- I was joking. Me and Gina are pregnant.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was joking. I told her. I said, "Whoever you have a baby with, I'm just gonna like tell the kid like call me daddy." <laughs> really mess with him. <laughs> so, no, she. I think she'll have a kid at some point, just not in the near future. For many reasons. And she's going to, she would be great. She's the most nurturing person I know. She would be the best mom ever. It's so funny. I (laughs) guarantee you, you're going to, you're like one of those people that looks at other people and you're like, oh, I would never do that. And you're, you're going to be the most doting, (laughs) like seriously, you're going to be the most doting, nurturing mom. Watch you have like four kids. We're going to be the most doting, (laughs) nurturing moms. I'll be the disciplinarian. You're going to have to start practicing cracking the whip a little bit more <laughs> then. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I discipline my kids.
2: Come on. I was thinking about friends. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Discipline your friends.
1: Discipline my friends.
2: Do you want more, Cass?
3: Yeah.
1: I would think
2: so.
3: Yeah.
2: You can't have just one.
3: Can, from my personal opinion is like, you definitely need at least two so the siblings can play together. Um, but I would like three just to like have a full family. Um, that's just kind of what I've always wanted. Um, but everyone, like I said, everyone's different, but my opinion is I think you at least have to have two just so they can play together. And sometimes, like the only child, like, they feel a like- crazy, a
1: little weird. <laughs> yeah, <they're> a little- <laughs> I'm thinking both two of my <laughs> sisters have only children. <laughs> Seriously. Are you going to like meet someone and be like. You were an only child, weren't you?
2: And they're like, Yeah, as a matter of fact.
1: <laughs> I tease Daniel about that all the time. He's he was just raised he has siblings, but they're Yeah. He wasn't raised with them. Yeah.
2: Um <sighs> babies. I mean, I will say, like, there's been more clear moments in the past year that I've thought without trying to think about it, I've thought to myself, like,
1: Huh, yeah, I could have one of those. Yeah. I think it depends on the place you're in. Yeah. The relationship you're in. hmm You know, that's a huge factor, too. It's it's not just having a, having a child yourself, but it's who you're raising your child with.
3: Oh, yeah. It's a like, big there's one. There's no, like, single parents, I give it all, like, you guys are superheroes. This yeah. is so tough, and I was like, oh, we've got this, we can do it. And then I'm like, oh, we need two of us to <laughs> raise <this laughs> Maybe little. three
1: or four of us.
3: Like, <laughs> yeah. Kids are hard. Yeah. And so single mom, single parents, single dads, like, I definitely give it up to them. They're just superheroes yeah. in my book. Absolutely. But definitely your own, like, um, even playing with, like, other kids along the way, right? You just don't love them as much as you love your own. So you just go through, like, the whole process with them. So, I mean, it's yours. Just, like, anything else that yours. You love your house more than you love your friend's house. You love, your, you know, you, you're athletic accomplishments more than this or you love your dog more than your friend's dog. I don't, I yeah. don't
1: know. Yeah.
3: But your baby's always your baby.
1: Yeah, for sure. I do think though, cause I have two uh, stepchildren and I think that having my own child made me more open to loving them the same way. Does that make sense? Sure. So, yeah.
3: But I think stepchildren. Like, isn't stepchildren like to your family though? Like that? Yeah.
1: I would. I don't. Yeah, I don't right even here. call them. I I just say stepchildren just to say I don't call them my stepchildren normally. But you know, I consider them mine. <laughs> Kylie's going yeah, to listen to me like my, my,
3: my, my. Oh,
2: sister. tell me
1: how you really feel, mom. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, what? That is your family though. It's
3: not like right, right. Else yeah, you.
2: I give you permission to yeah. just
1: claim them as yours, even though you didn't push them out of your vagina. <laughs> no, they are mine. Okay, I'm claiming them, whether they like it or not. <laughs> So yeah, it's uh, it's pretty amazing. And it, and it really does. I always say, I think that it's, I know that, you know, just because of, you know, how it works out, a lot of people end up having all of one sex, child, children. And I think that it is really awesome if you can, obviously to have both because it really gives you empathy. Like if you're a female and you have a boy, I was raised around all girls. You know, I had four sisters or three sisters and having a boy gave me so much more empathy for boys, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. You know, you grow up like, you know, girls rule, boys drool, (laughs) like that sort of mentality. And I never had brothers or anything. So for me, it was really nice to have a boy and I'd always wanted girls and uh, having both is, is awesome. I mean, obviously if you can I don't know, I don't know what your plan is because I guess you can choose. So that's nice.
3: Um, yeah, you can, you can choose, and you can't choose, right? Like it's the best, like embryo. So if you have, if if you don't have, I have ugly a boy. But if I have a girl, that the embryo has disorders or something like, I can't have a girl. So it, you, you get what you get. Right. Like, you don't get a choose. Right. So
1: it's just it's funny. It's I have kind of some. Life. I have some friends that have all girls. And they'll say things like, oh, I could never have a boy. <laughs> you know, because they're like rambunctious or what? I mean, they're all different. And then I have other, you know, friends that have all boys and they oh, God, I could never have a girl. I just had somebody say that to me last night. And I thought, you are a girl. What do you mean you can't? <laughs> you are one.
2: I definitely, have, I've thought for a long time I was going to have twin boys. Oh, you might. Which also terrified me at the same time. But my grandma's a twin. And my
1: sister had twins. My grandma's a twin too. She is.
3: I think twins would be so fun. But having one right now, like I can't even <laughs> right? imagine what you would do. It's be like, uh, ah. <laughs> like <laughs>
1: somebody help me. <laughs> I know. Uh, just of, trying to feed both of <laughs> them at <laughs> the same time. <laughs> <laughs> you know, my girlfriend had twins, and a boy and a girl. And I used to just look at her sitting. You know, she'd sit on the couch. She had that one of those double feeders. You know, just both of them just nursing at the same time and I was like, oh my God, <laughs> you're just a, you're just a machine I
2: right now.
3: When you have to have the bottle alike.
1: Yeah, I know.
2: It's, it's crazy.
1: <laughs>
2: just a milk cow.
1: Yeah, you are. You're just a milking machine. <laughs> That's all you are. You got two on. One time I made her, I thought it was so <laughs> funny. I made her get on all fours and put the babies like underneath <laughs> her. <laughs> Like udders? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, come on, do it. Just do it one one time. Come on, I just want to see it. And she's like on all fours and they're just both all on their backs, just <laughs> I'm such a good friend. Do it, it, do it for my own amusement.
3: Did <laughs> it work? Oh yeah.
1: They were happy, but she just felt like an idiot. She was like, Okay, are you done now? <laughs> I was like, Yeah, 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 I got it. I love that she did it. I got it, that though. mental picture. <laughs> she did do it. <laughs> oh my goodness wow so with I mean that's what so with COVID right now you can't take the baby into work so that so so you're just having to stay home
3: for a while we're actually going in tomorrow and it will be the first time Um, but it's like catch 22 right they say that babies can't get it until they're two but then on But then they're saying there's been over 200 babies that have not and so you're it's confusing and Mm -hmm. you can protect yourself but i can't put a mask over my baby no no world would i do that like my family's like are you coming home for christmas to utah and i'm like uh yeah but if covid's still going what how do you want me to get him home like uh, i don't know it's hard and people are like oh they'll be fine they're just babies but then you have like lung damage and i just couldn't Imagine if he got COVID and I did something to him when he couldn't even like right. help him. himself like he'd be like, "Mom, why'd you give this to me?" And I'm like,
2: "Because Grandma like, and Grandpa were really parent. shaming me to come home for <laughs> They really wanted to see you." Man, that
3: yeah. I just feel like the worst parent. And so no, we've spent a lot of time at the house. We've gone on walks and outside, and it, I mean, it's fine. It's kind of given us an excuse just to like love this little newborn stage and we i mean it's only been six weeks which isn't like the end of the world and newborns need to stay home you know and just sleep all the time like it's hard to take them out anyways in the car seat they're just so little um but even if we wanted to like if we wanted to go to dinner without covid like he he has a meltdown at night and so you're trying to like get him on the schedule and figure things out and especially, like, being new parents, like, we're exhausted. Like, we only slept three hours last night, like, <laughs> trying to, like, right. figure that out and adjust that. But even with COVID, like, it, it's definitely hard as, like, a parent to, do I want to take my kid out? Do I want to, like, do I want grandma and grandpa to hold baby, like, wherever they've been? Or for my best friends, like, we haven't let my our best friends come over. Like, that's sad, right? Because right. they want to see the baby. and But... You're like, where have you been? You work in the hospital. You're on the COVID units or you're a cop or you're a nurse or you've been in my gyms. And all my friends are at the gym and I'm not taking the baby there. So why would I let them come over here if they've been in that environment? I mean, hopefully everyone's healthy and, and they are, but uh, again, you you just never never know. know. You you know, it's just hard.
1: I was just talking to a friend who's pregnant right now and you Going through pregnancy and all that is already hard enough, especially like a first one, but to go through it during this time, yeah, you know, you, you think about the things like, was your partner able to go with you to appointments? Was she able yeah, to be there so during we the birth? So, or?
3: Yeah. Yeah. So we were really lucky. So we see like a private practice, OBGYN, um, and then we were high, we were diagnosed as high risk technically because we had twins at first and we lost one of the twins. So we saw a high-risk doctor through the whole pregnancy. Um, And then we went to private practice just so we could get, like, really good care. And we knew that that doctor was going to deliver us. And we saw her every time. We started out as um, one of the medical clinics that um, every time you go, you see a different doctor, which is fine for some people. And we would have been fine, except that we had such good care with the high-risk and the fertility clinic that I just felt like going to uh, five different doctors like they kept asking the same questions over and over again yeah that's and I'm annoying like, we've already answered that and going to see the private practice like we saw her every week she knew who we were we didn't have to answer all the questions over and repeat like
1: yeah you're playing catch up with every single doctor every yeah. time
3: and I'm like this like I don't I don't want to do this so anyway she let um Allie come in every time and so that was nice and we had so many scans and ultrasounds. Like this guy is a pro at photo shoots already. Like we joked about it. We're like, oh, we're going to go give you another photo shoot. <laughs> um, and then even during that time, right, because we would get high risk and then the regular doctor and then they would talk to each other. But So we had five friends that were pregnant at the same time. And every pregnancy was different. And there's a couple friends that only had three ultrasounds. Their whole pregnancy, and then we had friends that their husbands couldn't go in to the clinic, and so like that is like really hard. So we were really spoiled with the care that we had, but even leading up to like delivery, she was like, "You guys better wear your mask. You guys better not go to the grocery store. Like, if you guys test positive at all, like Allie won't be able to um, be in the labor and delivery room with right. you." And like that, like scares me like so bad I'm like oh my gosh I can't you can't do that alone you can't go through labor no, by yourself like people to that do tough. like all out like and so all our friends like we've been like don't get COVID like we have to be able to like deliver babies and then once you have the baby you're like now I can't go outside at all right. so you're living person and you're like oh my gosh stay in my house Right. So, I mean the whole process is just like you said, Gina, know, like going through pregnancy is so hard and then you add this on top of it and all the other stressors you're like, oh. but at, at the end of the day, it was just an excuse to like hang out at the house and work from home. And I actually got so much more work done because my gyms are an hour away from me. So like the two hour drive and then talking to all the people during the day, like I felt like I was, I would be at the gym from seven to seven oh, for sure. and when it, I'd be like, I still have tons of work to do. Being at home, you know, I could take away the two-hour drive and just work I got so much more done but I obviously miss all my members and miss all of my friends and visiting with them and coaching classes and you know all I miss all that that's why we do CrossFit and that's why we go to a gym or it doesn't matter what gym you go to but you know fitness and health and friends and community is huge part of interaction right What everyone needs
1: yeah
2: Thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast. We really appreciate you and want to stay connected with you. So please rate, review and subscribe to help this podcast grow. And if you like the podcast, get the word out. And now back to the show. How is your training going to change or I guess like what would you say your routine programming will look like like as you get further and further out from when you had Oakley? like starting out you probably couldn't do a lot for the first like week or so for healing purposes or how long was it before you did anything
3: yeah technically six weeks so I was just released to work out on Monday uh for our six-week appointment and I mean it's like a surgery so if you think that you know you have a rotator cuff surgery and you're healing like it you know it takes 12 months of healing and but maybe they give you a release at two months and you can see that you can see your stitches you can see all that stuff on the outside you can feel it like the hard part with pregnancy is like you don't know what your uterus is doing inside you don't know if you're having bleeding like you can't see any of that so they definitely make you feel so i did um a lot of pelvic floor and um core work um For six weeks and so I really didn't work out like I would go on walks and I would go on bikes and it it built over six weeks and now like this week I'm finally getting in like workouts but like intense like you don't want to push like so hard intensity because you don't want to bleed or have leakage and there's like a lot of signs that you want to work out for and then (laughs) I got today when I was working out it was 30 minutes of just like constant pace I had to sit down because I was getting dizzy. <laughs> 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 all rest. I'm like, oh my god! Yeah, this is so hard. Like, all through pregnancy, I worked out every single day because so I just felt better. Like, I didn't take like a day off, and, and so I'm like, yeah, I got this. I'm gonna be fit. I'm ready to go. And then after, I don't have the baby in, and I'm like, I can't breathe. And I'm like, oh my gosh, <laughs> lightheaded. Yeah, like, it's so there's you know, just so much going on inside that you can't see. Uh, so it will be. I was texting texting Emily Bridgers, actually, and I'm like, "How long did it take you?" Like, and,
1: like, so and they're just adding, raring to go. <laughs> like,
3: yeah, friends going through this and seeing kind of where you compare to all that, like, definitely helps. But it's definitely time. Like, and your body will just tell you.
1: Well, and again, it's it like you like you were saying before, it's individual to each person. Yeah. So even getting back in shape, how your body feels feel, is going to be a completely different experience than somebody else's. Yeah. So it would be hard because at some point, if someone's doing more than you, you're kind of like, why Why can't I do that? What the fuck? Yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> you know? <laughs> well, at least you're... I
3: think like all the weights and stuff will come easy to me. It's just going to be like, you know, some people get like skinny when they don't work out and some people get fat. I get fat when I don't work out. So like, I to like
2: lose... <laughs> me lose too, girl.
3: Fat. It's going to be, like, the harder part for me than trying to, like, get back in, like, cardio shape or weight lifting shape. It's going to be, like, get all this extra off, you know? Yeah. It'll and come off. it doesn't off. help when you eat cookies at night. I know.
2: No, but they're so good. It also doesn't help when we drink wine every yeah, night. I know. <laughs> <laughs> she's been, she was evacuated out of her house, so she's been here um, since the last, last two, Wednesday. Wednesday. Mm-hmm. And we have, <laughs> we have drank.
1: Every day, I'm the horrible <laughs> influence. <laughs> horrible. I know that Brooke would not be drinking this much if I wasn't here. It's
2: also
3: she just needs like, a break from me. It's so also that I don't like
1: completely. Like, what do
2: we screw do? Up,
3: <laughs> up. Some good wine there. Screw so, up
2: her fitness. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. I told her yesterday. I uh, I come out and I was like, "All right, we have to work out because just over a couple of days, I'm like, I'm carrying some extra weight, <laughs> and we're sitting on the couch just."
1: I mean, yeah, we should probably work out. Yeah, we should probably work out, and then we start another movie.
2: Then <laughs> we're like, "What time is it? We'll go. We'll go at four. We'll go at
1: four <laughs> we'll go in the afternoon." I know. I'm, I really am the bad influence. Um, <laughs> can't even turn. I can turn to the
2: left and just a little
1: tighter to the right. Not to the right.
2: Okay. Well, what I know that you're working with Camille, correct? Okay, tell us about that. Well, tell the listeners about what you're doing.
3: Um, so, well, I kind of do a couple different things. But so she has her business is gross fitness. And then I did the strength portion. Um, so it's a six week of strength with me. And so um, we built all that and filmed that out. And then um, I helped her with her nutrition um, 30-day challenges. And she does that a lot. Um, I think she just put another one out. Um, so we built that together and then we're going to do, um, a pregnancy, um, 40 weeks of pregnancy and then hopefully postpartum, we haven't got there yet, but we filmed, I have filmed all of the pregnancy movements and ever in all the 40 weeks out, um, with that. And so we're putting together that we have a call next week. Um, and it's kind of been on hold since she had her baby a little bit early. Mm, yeah. Um, and then, so yeah, the so once that gets all ready and then we switched her, we built her app and her program, um, on box tribe. And now we moved from box tribe and built her own app. And it's kind of like the same system. So putting all of that together and all her series. So I'm kind of like her backend, um, person. You don't really see my face. Just like <laughs> this, I'm her little receptionist. I work and then she uses her media and our, her social impact. And, um, Puts
2: it out there. Well, that's really cool. I was hoping you were gonna say you guys had a pregnancy program coming yeah. out. That's really cool. What and uh, besides that, what just what all do you do? You coach? Well, not right now. You have three gyms.
3: Yep. Yep. So I program for all of our gyms, and then we do Waterside Elite, which is our competitive programming. And then obviously, I follow that um, when I was competing, and when uh, actually uh, all through pregnancy too, I follow that and just modified. Um, so that's our competitor side and then we have three gyms and so I run all three gyms and then I have the coaches who are under me Um, they obviously coach full-time and I coach when I can usually it was like two two days a week when we had all three when I had just the one I was coaching all the time Um, but going from gym to gym was super difficult so I would be like at one for three days and then Tuesdays I would be at the other, and Thursdays I would be at the third gym. So it was kind of bouncing everywhere. And I'm kind of the handyman, so me and Allie are always like, "Okay, we need toilet paper, and we need janitor, and we need to fix the rings or whatever." So we would always like be putting up rigs and um, whatever needs to be fixed. So we were kind of all of it. We kind of two-man show here.
2: Yeah, right you're busy. <laughs> That's a yeah, lot. Was, yeah. Can you imagine imagine doing three gyms? Not
1: three gyms. We did two for a while and that was tough. So three gyms. Are are your gyms all an hour away? I mean, are they...
3: So from me, like, so I live pretty far on the outskirts of Orlando. So we live on a lake, um, but everyone's in. So like it's 45 minutes to our main gym, Orlando, and then 35 minutes to Windermere, and then an hour and five minutes to our Lake Mary gym, yeah, oh, okay. so it's all pretty far, but then within those gyms, they're like 30 to 45 minutes spectrum, but yeah, Orlando, still... it's all Orlando, Orlando's huge, so yeah. you can be 45 minutes and still be in Orlando.
1: Yeah, is the lake to the right of you? I'm just kidding, yeah. there's, a, there's a sign oh. behind you. <laughs> she's reading <laughs> she's reading your sign your signs behind you
2: <laughs>
1: let me ask you something is, i can see it is the lake wait I, i'm seeing right? it in my brain i believe it's to the right of you <laughs> You're such a nerd <laughs> i know i'm sorry Dude, i'm such oh a nerd man, i miss the, the lake <laughs> Our so friend bad. Courtney got a, a, a lake house in, I think, uh, Michigan, mm-hmm. Lake Michigan. And she said her mom keeps uh, wanting, because her mom lives close to it, and Courtney lives here in California. And she said that her mom keeps wanting to buy everything that has to do with a lake. So every single decor is anything, you know, any saying that has to do with a lake, anything that has an ore on it, any like, <laughs> she said the whole house. She goes, if I left my mom alone to decorate the whole house, it would be everything lake she goes like all no the more. pillows all the, all candles, the pillows everything all the
2: wreaths yeah. All the <laughs> yeah wall hangings the toilet everything. paper the toilet paper holder <laughs> the, you know yeah. the thing that
1: holds your toothbrushes <laughs> every single thing oh she cracks me up oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah well absolutely
2: all so. right well where can everyone find you your social so, media
3: um you can find me no right here uh <laughs> on my instagram is cassie lance mcborder and then we have CrossFit Waterside on Instagram, and then um, I guess that's it. <laughs> She's like, but Sweet. for a
1: while, you will be finding me on the couch nursing my while, son. <laughs> I will be right here. <laughs> I be right here. I won't be going right here, anywhere. Leaving the
3: house. Yeah.
2: Until COVID over. Seriously, I, know.
3: I don't know. Freak. I, I don't know. know.
2: We're, we're, we're I'm sick of it. Yeah, we're it's, sick it's, of it. It's hard for me to yeah. even realize, like, or if someone was like, "How long have you been in quarantine?" I'd be like, <sighs> I can't remember. The you, time. Were just, Before you were it. just asking me
1: what, what month was that? Is it? I know. Since March. <laughs> it's March.
3: Crazy, huh? So
1: crazy. With
3: it's what? Not-
2: what we thought would be like a week or two, it's like I know a year.
3: Yeah,
2: <laughs> it's gonna be so crazy. Yeah. Well, thanks for chatting with us, and thanks for. I mean, my mal- my computer malfunctions yesterday.
1: Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry that that happened, but thank you for taking <laughs> of the. Thanks for, for taking the time. I know. Thanks for fitting us in in your busy schedule. I know how those babies can be. <laughs> she does. <laughs> right? You're Yes, you are on their schedule for sure. For the rest of your life, <laughs> yeah, actually. Yeah.
3: I, go, I get to like four o'clock and I'm like, I haven't brushed my teeth today. Oh, that's <laughs> so. I'm like, <laughs> so oh my gosh.
1: <laughs> Have I changed my clothes? I think I'm wearing the same underwear. Oh that happened to you and you don't even have a newborn baby. I did. I told Brooke yesterday cause I've been evacuated and I've just been kind of sad. And so I, I told her the other day, was it yesterday? I said, I think I need to shower. I don't think I've changed my clothes or even my underwear this since yesterday. A... <laughs> you might want to do that. I did. I did. I showered this morning. I'm like, I'm disgusting. Anyway, oh well, congratulations. Yes. It's been a thank long you. road for you. Thank so, yeah, it's I'm really happy for you.
3: Thank you. We're really happy. So, I appreciate yeah. it. Thank Enjoy you. Enjoy
1: it. Thank you. All right, well, stay in touch. All right. Take care, I'll, of I'll you. talk Bye. to you
2: soon. All right. Bye. See you, Cass. All right, guys. Cassidy Lance McWhorter. Did she... If you don't already know who she is, or maybe, maybe you don't know her just because in the realm of CrossFit, maybe you don't really follow that, but she is a bad ass. She's a badass. She is insane. And honestly, to be able to go through, you know, her among many other women, um, to be able to go through the process she's had to go through, mentally, emotionally, physically, to have Oakley. Also, it's hard for someone who hasn't gone through it to be like, do I, would I want to do that? Like it's, you know, you hear their stories and you hear yeah. how hard it is. But, very worth it
1: according to Cass mm, definitely worth it yep but
2: thanks for listening remember to rate,
3: rate, review, subscribe five star five rating star five star, rating, star warning, warning and, and we'll, talk, well to talk to you
1: next week talk to you next week we'll see you next week alright bye
3: bye bye
0: Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit angie.com that's a n g i . c o m
3: Protect your dream home with American Family Insurance and you can weather any storm You'll also save up to 25% by bundling home, auto and life American Family Insurance Get a quote,
0: find an agent at
3: amfam.com